Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello and welcome to the next episode of this Raising Your Investment Mindset series. This series, we're really trying to help you reframe how you may view the scary unknown that is investments and therefore be able to utilize them in a more constructive way, better reach your goals, and really just make life more enjoyable. As always, if you like what you are hearing, please make sure to subscribe, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or really wherever you listen, clicking those stars, leaving the reviews. It really helps us reach the literally millions of other young families out there just like you. Last week, we discussed how too many people wind up buying high and selling low because of the role that those things called emotions tend to play in our decision making and the lack of education that tends to be out there that's provided to us. The lack of perspective on what's normal, so i.e. a 10% drop in the market every 18 months on average, actually is normal. So if you haven't checked out that episode yet, definitely do that soon. Today's episode is titled, The Stock Market Doesn't Care About Political Parties, which may sound like it doesn't really make much sense. You know, how could these seemingly diametrically opposed groups that are influencing basically every aspect of public policy not cause the stock market to play favorites, right? The goal for today's episode, though, so the if you can say this at the end of the episode, then you have succeeded statement is I now know better what generally affects the stock market and what generally doesn't. Gardening is something that I have taken up actually in recent years. I had tried it when I was young. I was terrible at it. I had very little success. And it wasn't until I was exposed to my father-in-law's garden that my interest became, you know, sparked again and brings me to today. To me, I had kind of always thought that the only thing that was needed when it came to gardening was full sunlight and plenty of water and anything should grow, right? I mean, in school when I was growing up and you learned about plants, that was the basic gist. Even now when I watch Sesame Street with my kids, it's what do plants need? Sunlight and water. And that's it. You see the sun come out and the flowers, you know, they just pop right up. What I learned, though, is that while those things are, you know, important, They're not the most important many times. Sure, plants need water and sun, but a plant in the wrong type of soil is going to struggle and most likely die, regardless of how much water and sun it gets. If the soil is too heavy or too loose, the roots aren't going to do well. If the pH is off, the plant literally won't be able to get the nutrients it needs out of the soil. That was like wild to me, how if the pH isn't correct, Even if those nutrients may be there, the plant won't be able to absorb them properly with an incorrect pH. So the soil really is this all-important element. And if you think all the way back to learning about the, you know, the fertile valley in history classes, it was that good soil that was renowned. And I mean, many plants out there, they don't even like full sunshine or lots of water. And so after you learn it, you're like, oh, hey, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So when we speak to clients around election time, they're concerned about who is going to get elected and respect to the stock market many times. And it feels like this is the predominantly important water and sunshine. Concerned in general, I totally get you want the person who you think is best running the country to be obviously going to win the election. 
When it comes to the the stock market, though, it historically doesn't really care one way or another what political party is in office. And so since we have clients that lean both ways, uh, we tend to get about 50% of our clients calling us during any one election. Studies have been done on the president, the House, the Senate, and a combination of all three of these things to try to see which is the most favorable to the stock market. So maybe a Democratic president, but a split Congress. Maybe a Republican president and a Democratic, you know, Congress. All these different combinations. And what they found after what I'm sure was a lot, a lot of work, a lot of time, is that there is no strong correlation for any particular combination over the long term. So the most common thought we have is, oh, Republicans are supposed to be good for business, so Republicans should mean a better stock market. And statistically, when they look back at it, that is not true. There really is not any one really strong correlation that you can point to and say, ah, aha, we want them to be in office for the economy. What the stock market tends to be influenced by more than anything, though, is the certainty versus uncertainty factors that we've brought up a number of times. It is a leading indicator, which means it's acting now based on what it thinks is going to happen in the future. If a company comes out with a state-of-the-art product, its stock would likely jump up. Not because it's actually sold any of those products and actually made money off of those products, but because the stock market thinks it is going to make more money, thinks this is going to happen in the future. Now, if the product winds up blowing up, the stock will subsequently drop because it's saying they think this company is going to post really bad earnings, but again, in the future. If you think back to the last few significant events, you have COVID in 2020, you have the financial crisis back in 2008. With COVID, global pandemic, you obviously had a ton of uncertainty on what was going to happen. Once this started to get clarified, hey, here's the plan of action, you saw things start to reverse course and the market actually ended significantly up by the end of the year. In 2008, you saw major financial institutions like Lehman Brothers going under, others in significant jeopardy, and so again, huge amounts of uncertainty. Once there was a plan of action, bailouts, and otherwise, you know, you saw this again start to reverse course. So higher degrees of perceived certainty is that fertile soil. So am I saying that government policy has no part in what affects the stock market? No, of course not. The plants do still need some water. They need some sunshine. And, you know, even if it may not be the most important factor per se, what political party may win or lose in general has historically, like we said, not been something worth getting upset about. But based on each individual administration's policies and what they put into play can certainly affect how the stock market reacts to that news. You know, do they think this will increase the growth of companies, or do, you, do they think will be you know, a hindrance to the growth of companies? As we get to the end of this episode, let's circle back around to the goal statement. If you can say, I now know better what generally affects the stock market and what generally doesn't, then you have succeeded in the main takeaway from today. Congratulations. Thanks for tuning in today and join us for next week's episode called Hollywood Stock Market, where we're going to break down how what you are shown in movies and TV creates a big part of the basis for that uneasiness around investments today, in my opinion. 
Overall, if you're able to implement what we covered today, as always, fantastic, bravo. You have less to worry about than before, and you can focus more on enjoying life. If you are wanting help with these things, though, or have questions you need help in clarifying, check out that Ask Joe section on the show's website, enjoymore30s.com. That's enjoymore30s.com. You can also connect with me directly by visiting my wealth management firm, New Horizons Wealth Management, at nhwmllc.com. Until next week, thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.